creating content gold at this point. It's the Rizzler. Nice. Okay. Yep. A big ass dent in his head. Arigato. Domo. Arigato. Yep. That's because I'm not wearing any pants. Wake up. It's fantastic. That one's my name. <laughs> my name was Johnny's Giblets. Piss poor handwriting. Usi Daisy. Los dos. I'm going to be like a poster child for something. It's a train wreck to start. It's great. Welcome to the XYZ Podcast. I am Millennial Producer Tony, and joining me as always are our host, Gen X Brian. Hello, everybody. And Gen Z Winston. What it do? Yeah. <laughs> what it do? What Man, it do good do? to see you guys. Winston, it's, uh, no, I'm cheersing you. You uh, noticing you're drinking out of a Christmas mug. Yes, I sure am. Because like I, I mentioned before we start hitting the cameras, uh, it is still Christmas in my room. I've not taken down my tree and I am drinking out of a Christmas mug. Hey man, it's I still should, freezing cold. I should have put on my uh, Christmas pajama while recording this. Really <laughs> yeah. You're already already nostalgic for what, two months ago? Yeah, just, exactly. Uh, just about. Yeah. We're two months out of Christmas here. Right. I just watched Home Alone earlier too. You know, really <laughs> set the mood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony, what you got your box of sake? I got my I got my wooden cup that I mentioned last week. Very nice. Yeah, with my sake yeah. again. So yeah, looks, looks like I didn't those... get to say my drink. I'm also drinking mm. soju, or like the Korean people say, soju with <laughs> Sprite. Yeah, green so apple soju, soju is is what it's distilled rice. Uh, rice wine, I believe, is rice is what wine. Is. And what sake is distilled. Rice wine. Rice wine. <laughs> okay, that's what that's that's what I thought. Okay, they're just cousins. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, cheers, everyone. Let me let me cheers. tell you about the super embarrassing story that happened. Wait, to me. before you do that, just super quickly, because I know we're never gonna come back here because of what I said. Because I said, well, okay. First of all, what are you drinking? Oh, this is uh, this is some larceny. No, 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 no. Knob Creek Bourbon okay. this week. I've switched it up every week. Yeah, this is a, a nine-year Knob Creek bourbon. And you can't really say... I'm only saying the year because it was printed on the label, but when you say the year, you sound so snobby. Yeah. This is a nine-year so Knob Creek. No, I don't mean that at all. <laughs> I just noticed there was a nine on the bottle, but it's, this funny. is this is good stuff. So, okay, so I was saying, like, because it, it just came to my head, right, as we, we were talking about it, so that's why I had to say it in now before I forget. I said what it do... Which then I proceed to say doo doo, which I always do because it's a poop joke. It's always funny, right? Yeah. Right. Um, if you're 12. What's, mm. Right. But what's not so funny is this just happened <laughs> either this morning or yesterday. There was a K pop award show that happened in Korea called the Hanteo Music Award. Apparently, some fans shit themselves in the uh, uh, in the stadium or wherever they were hosting the thing. Due to got, excitement? I have no idea. Who knows? But <laughs> it was it got so bad to the point when artists was accepting like their awards and stuff. They were like, coughing because yeah, they were <laughs> oh gagging. Oh my gosh! And, like, What's wrong yeah. with people? And, and, That's and, awesome. Like, right, and then like. And here's the thing. I don't know if this story is actually true or not, but like I've been seeing so much like content regarding it. It, it almost seemed like it's not a joke because of how much stuff there is. One of the girl from the group Espa, I really like, there was a picture of her like covering her nose, just looking real disgusted. Um, and then like somebody on Twitter posted in full Korean, like, oh, I was the person who pooped himself at the award. I'm sorry. That's the yada, one thing yada. you don't do. 
Yeah. You know, if you, you know, you're you that person, yeah. you take that yeah. to the grave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you sit back and laugh. This exactly. is this, this Well, maybe you stand maybe you stand up and laugh. You don't want to be sitting in it. Oh yeah, no. no it's it's real mushy <laughs> down there. Oh, That's yeah. A death, yeah, this is 70 years from now it's a deathbed confession. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. I won. <laughs> now that's Winston. That's mm. something that not often talked about. What? That as you get older, the chances oh, that you shoot yourself, yeah, yeah, exponentially increase. <laughs> yeah, you start not trusting farts no more. It's it. It's, you're it's like you're wet. you're rolling the dice every time. <laughs> Winston, see, this is what happens when you start off the podcast. Oh. I, I had a funny, embarrassing story, and now we're oh, talking about... Hold on. You know, I just want to show you guys some of the photos. Can you see it? They're calling it the Fan Poops event. At least they're not calling it Poopgate, because yeah. to be honest with you, man, that's incredibly lazy that everybody calls any sort of, you know, air right. quotes, scandal, something gate. Yeah. Hey, Completely forgetting that that was a hotel. Oh, yeah, hey, there Pop you fan go. reportedly pooped their pants at the Huntail Music Award because they couldn't, couldn't. escape the crowd. Oh, I wouldn't have posted about it, but yeah. No, I would not have ever owned up to that. Yeah. This is the person's tweet right here. Hello, I am the person who pooped my pants at the Chart Concert Hall. Looking at Twitter, I realized that many people had a hard time because of me. We apologize for the inconvenience we? caused to many people. <laughs> we? He's telling me there was more than one yeah. person. Uh, I will reflect on what happened today and reflects on it. Sorry again for your good day. If you have my stool on your clothes, please contact fake. me via message. I will yeah. send you I laundry I will send you laundry fee. This is fake. Nobody admitted uh, this. Oh, uh, it's just—it's uh, too funny. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not. But anyway, I just had to is, get that out there. This is what, interesting. This is why I have no interest ever of being on Twitter. <laughs> and yes, I know it's uh, called X, but I refuse to do so. I think everybody—I think everybody's like, we didn't want the name change. Not not approved. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Okay, so so my ridiculous story on I thought I was doing a good deed. So yesterday, my wife and I drove my daughter back down to school. I dropped her off at college after coming home for the weekend, and then we drove back up. And when we got home, it was it was dark. It was you know the sun had already set, and we pull into the driveway, and I see somebody walking towards my neighbor's front porch. Now we have interesting neighbors. They go out, they travel a lot for work. So they're <laughs> gone often. So they're, you know, a lot of times there's packages that, you know, they get an Amazon delivery and it sits on their porch. So you always kind of keep an eye on it. You notice when it's been sitting there sort of, you know, so it's been there for several, several days. And so I get out of the car and I see somebody there. There's no lights on. There's no lights on the front of this house next door. And I see this guy pick up the package and I realize this is not my neighbor. This is not the dude that lives there. Right. Yeah. You know, he's got a baseball hat on. He looks like he's got a, a weird mustache and he let's let's hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so, Imagine he's a fan. I see him pick the package up off the and I have a serious problem with porch pirates. Like that to me is one of the worst things you can do is literally <laughs> steal something off somebody's porch that they ordered, something they were waiting for and you're going to go take that. That's right. that's like extra heinous. Uh-huh. So I I immediately spring out of the car like Oh, a, come on, man. Uh, no, what if you and had I a gun. Then what? This, guy, this guy's sneaking up on a porch trying to steal a package. I don't think he's like packing heat. This guy, th- he didn't, he didn't look like he was very confident in what he was doing. Uh-huh. And so I immediately yell in my best angry dad voice, <laughs> hey, that's not yours. Uh-huh. He took dude, his cap off and he's like, hey man, it's me. No, the dude turns <laughs> around. The dude turns around. He's like, 
I'm bringing the package next door where the neighbors I'm like, oh my gosh. So these oh, are, these no. are, these are uh, so embarrassing. Also my neighbors that just happened to live two houses down. Apparently they were coming over to pick up the package that were sitting on their neighbor's porch. But then I thought about it after and this. So, so immediately when, when I realized this, and now I see that his wife is on the porch watching him. So I apologize to him. I'm like, dude, I am so sorry. I did not realize it was you. He's still standing in the dark, mind you. Right. So it's not yeah. like this was a stretch where I knew it was him. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, and, and I see his wife on the porch. She looks amused by the whole situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this dude is looking at me. He is pissed. Even after I tell him, I'm sorry, man. It's I one of those things where you're going to go, hey, you know how you were trying to do a good deed? Yes. I was yeah, also exactly. trying. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking out for our neighbors because I don't like porch pirates. And I was, re I was so, ready. I was so ready to chase this guy it's, down. It's your... <laughs> neighbors neighbors who came to pick up the package yeah for what purpose that had been sitting on their porch for a while and they the neighbors had gone out of town and i guess had to be out of town longer than they planned uh, and maybe so they probably asked those with, people yeah, gotcha. yeah. and it just or so everyone's just trying to keep the package safe just in different ways yeah <laughs> That's yeah. what you get for not minding your business, bro. Exactly. <laughs> it's always free exactly. to look the other way. <laughs> yeah, what is it? No good deed is 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 no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's that's it. But anyway, I figured oh, I'd I'm embarrassed myself because I was like, that was so awkward and weird. But I'm like, mm, but yeah. yeah, we're really we were going for the same thing, man. Yeah. Like you should be you should not be so mad that I yelled at you because we're trying to, you know, we're trying right. to make sure nobody steals. You just had package. a different approach. You were right. just gonna leave it there while he was gonna take it back over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, who knows who funny, knows what yeah. it was. It was a good it was a good sized box too. So yeah. probably got a PS5 in there or something. Nah, if I know my neighbors, it was probably a month's supply of muscle milk. <laughs> Is it Jim Brad? <laughs> Jim Bro. Yeah. So anyway, that that was that was my yesterday. That was just a weird. That was a weird end of the at end of the weekend of like, okay, oh, I just are we t are we telling stories? Is is this the phase that we're yes. in right now? It's not my embarrassment, but I will tell the KFC story. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, it's it's Colonel Sanders embarrassment. Yeah, exactly. So a few weeks ago, me I call my wife on the way home from work, and we have the typical conversation, which is, I'm on my way home, what are we eating? And this was a <laughs> a night where she goes, I've had a long day, figure something out, I'll pick it up on the way home. I go, okay, let's just do, I know she's a fan of this, I said, let's do KFC. I said, I'll order something on the app, you'll pass it on the way home, you just swing by and pick it up. So I go through all the rigmarole on the app, I order, get our food ready in there, it'll be ready in five minutes. Go, Hot dog. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Ah, this is why you love fast food. Fast food. Yeah. <laughs> so I go, hey, it says it's going to be ready in five minutes. It'll be ready before you get there. About 10 minutes later, I get a phone call from her. <laughs> she goes, I'm at the KFC and they said they don't have any chicken. What? And I, that's exactly, that's the only reaction you can have to that statement. Is like, yeah. What the, mean, what are you freaking talking about? You're at chicken Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. No, literally. How you, Kentucky Fried nothing. It's how are you out of the one thing that you sell? Yeah. How? You've, <laughs> you, yeah, it's, it's, it the, made me malfunction. Yeah. I yeah, was like, so yeah. flabbergasted. So I go, what are you, what are you talking about? Well, the manager says they don't have any chicken ready. Now, mind you, this is five o'clock in the middle of the week. This Very unlikely they'd if, need some uh, chicken ready at five o'clock. Yeah. If she just showed up and they said, we don't have French fries ready. That's fine. You're not a French fry restaurant. Yeah. If this would have been 
2.30 in the afternoon. That's fine. It's not lunch. It's meal time. The clock. It's, it's meal time, time at the chicken yeah. restaurant. You, you're not ready. How? She goes, <laughs> well, they said it's going to be another like 25, 30 minutes. What do they do? Are they going to catch going, him? Well, they got to go hunt a chicken. Yeah. What do you mean? They're still yeah. running around in the back. <laughs> Insane. Like, they still have to dry out the bread for the bread. For the, yeah, yeah. I, I don't uh. know what they're doing, but I go... Well, you did. Well, you didn't know, but Colonel Sander himself was going to cook that chicken for you. <laughs> the ghost of Colonel Sanders yeah. was haunting this place, cooking yeah. chicken. Yeah, that's um, a good band name, by the way. Ghost <laughs> so uh, she goes, "I'm just going to go sit out in the car and do some work and wait for this." And I go, "All right." Um, well, so at this point, I you already s- paid for the food, right? I already paid for the food, and she's yeah. like, "Well, the manager said that you don't have to wait; you can just cancel the order." So I get on the app. There's no cancel button. It just a screen that says, <laughs> here's the status of your order, which should have been ready now 10 minutes ago. Right. So I'm going to make a call. I can't, I can't do anything through the app. Right. There's no website to go to. There's no nothing. It just goes, call corporate, basically. So you have so to call corporate. I, cancel I call order. corporate. Well, I can't do it on the app. I don't know what yeah. else to do. Right. So I call corporate, which is not above me at all. Yeah. I would, I, this is. All right, standard operating procedure for this yeah, now. I'm calling corporate. Get me one I of the call- Sanders kids on the phone. <laughs> Tony gets on the phone and just starts saying, operator. Uh, <laughs> give me a representative. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, representative. Exactly. I know how this works. <laughs> and sure enough, it's just automated nonsense. And I can't, I, so I, yeah, I'm just going, agent, 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 <laughs> agent. Until I get a human being on the phone. Colonel Sanders, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> so... I start talking to this person, and all I do is explain the situation. Mm -hmm. We ordered. It's not ready. It's dinner time. They tell me it's going to be another 30 minutes. And before I can either ask for it to be canceled or complain about it, this person goes, oh, that's not how we do things here. I went, well, I should (laughs) hope not. I would expect that's not how you're supposed to do things here. She goes, so we will. That's why I'm calling you. (laughs) I'm going to have one of my managers contact the restaurant and and talk to them about this i go okay oh oh, sure what are you gonna do though she goes well i i just said we're gonna we're gonna contact them and talk to them about it i said okay let me let me rephrase this let me rephrase this what are you gonna do for me because now i have no food and i'm out my time that you can't pay me back for we can refund your order i said am i still gonna get my food I'm no, hungry. No. Well, I, I don't want my money. I want my food. I've, I've, I've gone through. <laughs> Listen, we had a business arrangement where <laughs> I gave you money. You give me food. You've not upheld your end of the bargain. <laughs> now you've screwed me out of stuff. I expect uh, to be compensated. They go, right. ah, we can't do anything from this end. So I hang up. I go, wonderful. I call corporate headquarters and they go, they we're worthless. Nope. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. I call my wife back. They're not doing anything on the phone. So. It's about time for you to go back in anyways. Go back in, talk to the manager, see if they'll give you a free dessert or something. You know, I'm not asking for the whole yeah. meal to be calm. Just give me, throw a freebie something in. <laughs> right. This is less than five minutes that I've hung up on the phone, talked to my wife. She's gone inside. The manager comes out when she comes in and goes, your food's not ready. It's still going to be another five or 10 minutes. I was going to give you something for free. But since you called and complained to corporate, I'm not giving you anything. What? Which one, oh not a way you treat a customer. Yeah. Oh, Two, man. I just got off the phone with these people. They already <laughs> called and yelled at you. 
Hey man, how can you, how, why is it so efficient on that end and not on this end? <laughs> yeah, no, literally. So, oh man. Like in front of the workers and in front of other customers, like this guy like berated my wife. And, oh like, my gosh. Kind of called her out on this. So she has to now stand there and continue to wait for food. The other employees, perfectly fine. They finally get food ready, hand her a bag of food. And she goes, I have to open this and check it out because (laughs) of course she opens it up and goes, there's no biscuits in here. So now she has to flag somebody down and say, Hey, I'm missing biscuits. And the manager who's working in the back goes, who's missing biscuits. This guy goes, this girl, this girl who's still here. So he comes back around and goes, well, now this time, because you have to wait again, now I'll give you something for free. But next time, just talk to us. Instead of instead don't of call, calling. don't tell my dad. Well, it's like you told me to cancel. That was my op- that was my only option. Oh yeah. wow! So I, it's not my hell? fault that you got yelled at because you screwed up not having food ready at the time. Yeah. So my wife's standing there longer. They don't give her any biscuits because they're not going to be ready for another fifteen minutes. What right. is going they, on we in get, this KFC? We man. get a, a like three food item that there, neither maybe. of us liked or wanted. So <laughs> they gave us a pot pie. Which uh, I don't have anything against pot pie, but they're not very good there. Yeah. <laughs> she comes home. Lamp. She's clearly upset. And I'm like, are you okay? Because I thought she was about to like explode. But instead of yelling, she just then broke down crying, explaining oh, the story to me. And I'm like, oh, geez. I'm going to have to go These mother- to a KFC <laughs> yeah. and yeah. kick somebody's ass for making my wife cry. I'm like, this yeah. is a bunch of BS. Yeah. And she goes, the 17 year old manager. I'm going to kick his ass. I said, what do you want me to do about this? Because mm-hmm. I'm fired up now. Yeah, and she right. goes, I, we're not ever going back. We're going to sit here and eat what we do have. And that's going to be the end of it. I go, yeah. Okay. This show is not sponsored by KFC. This is this is why you should have just ordered Chick-fil-A, man. But she's like, I was I was so embarrassed to stand there after a stranger yelled at me due to his mistake. Your wife is really nice, that's why. Like yeah. any other person would have spazzed on him. Like I would I would have spazzed sure. on him. I would have oh, too. Mm-hmm. I would have been like <laughs> Tony's wife is a really nice woman. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't deserve She's to spaz on her like, like that. Yeah, Maybe exactly. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like I feel like any other woman would have totally screamed at his face. Like I don't know. That it would have it would have shown up on the internet the next day. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> for, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's it's true. You can't do. You Colonel can't do Sanders rolling in his graves, and you know. Apparently, no Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't the nicest guy though. Too, I've read that he was. Uh, oh really? I've got yeah, a Colonel Sanders story. Oh, but. <laughs> oh god when it keep the train rolling you gotta, so, i got i got a kfc disaster story and a personal colonel sanders story i had a professor my godfather and a professor in college when did colonel sander touch you as a kid <laughs> yeah <laughs> right on the chicken thighs not the biscuits <laughs> they weren't ready yeah show me on this biscuit when colonel sander touches you <laughs> he's trying to need the biscuits and i said no it's finger licking <laughs> um, so I had this professor in college who was about the same age as Colonel Sanders. He's this old Southern white man with white hair, looks similar. And he's talking about this time that Colonel Sanders had come to the college to speak. And he was tasked to go to the airport and pick him up. Oh, that's cool. This guy goes to pick him up. He goes, uh, so Colonel Sanders, what are you going to, what are you going to talk to students about? <laughs> he, he said, this is what Colonel Sanders said to him. Before I became a Christian, I used to swear all the time. And then once I became a Christian, I don't swear quite as much. And he goes, (laughs) quite as much. Listen, Colonel Sanders, the the guy who runs the college, not going to let that fly. That's not going to be okay. He goes, (laughs) 
So what are you going to say instead? He goes, well, before I became a Christian, I used to swear all the time. And after I became a Christian, I don't swear so much. He goes, you can't say that. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to stress this to you enough. Do not say that. <laughs> so they get to the school. They get to this assembly. Colonel Sanders gets up there and he starts talking. And sure enough, he goes, before I became a Christian, I used to swear all the time. And then moved on. And he was just like, the man was, the man was so belligerent. He was not going to not say what he wanted to say. But <laughs> I just want to. hilarious. Yeah. The fact that he just had to get it out. <laughs> he, was, he was saying it, period. Oh, man. That's hilarious. A uh, cantankerous old man, Colonel oh, Sanders. Man. And I read the, the Colonel title. He wasn't like, a, hmm. he wasn't in the, in the service or anything. No, oh. it's like an honorary Colonel. Oh, it's a Kentucky, Kentucky title. thing. Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, he's just yeah. like Captain Crunch. Motherfucker wasn't even a captain. <laughs> Which is funny because yeah. that both of their voices. Well, my my remembrance of the voice of Colonel Sanders is those bastardized commercials that they did with him as an animated yeah. character. It reminds me of Captain Crunch of like my new Crunchberry cereal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> new crispy fried chicken. All aboard for breakfast with my Crunchberry cereal. That's funny. They're the same yeah. thing. As yeah. a kid, I never I never thought like. Colonel Sanders was a real person until I got to the U.S. I always just thought he was just a character made to, like, sell chicken. Like, it was Vietnam. We had a statue of him just standing outside with a bucket of chicken in one hand and then holding <laughs> a drumstick on the other hand. You know, I always like, thought I always thought he looked like the little drawing of him was a caricature. Oh, uh, yeah. He's got his little, like, tied yeah, tie. Right. Yeah. And it's got, like, the two loops and the two ends of it, right. which looks like a stick figure body with a very large head on it <laughs> yes yes and for the I, longest I, time when i went oh that's a weird way to depict this guy but all right <laughs> and then yeah there came a, really a day where head. i went oh i've been looking at it wrong <laughs> so winston oh, do a... you know what is kentucky fried chicken or kfc as a kid we just call it kfc mainly because like all of the kfc in vietnam just said kfc it didn't explain that it was kentucky fried chicken i kind of got that once i move over here Speaking of KFC, this is so weird. This is becoming a KFC podcast at this point. What's the um, show not sponsored by KFC? Right. Well, not after Tony's story. Not after Tony's his uh, Yelp review. Yeah. Um, I really dig KFC a lot as a kid. And, and then, you know, we talked about this before, too. We talked about how, like, over here, you guys would have birthdays at McDonald's. If you were a kid in Vietnam and you can have your birthday at KFC, you were essentially known as the rich kid at school. Because it was really? just so expensive. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and like obviously you shows up like you know you have a little area you know decorated just for like kids' birthday and whatnot. There's no playground like like McDonald's and stuff over here, so you're just chilling there. You're eating chicken, you're hanging out, you're getting gifts, and then uh, everybody just goes home. But over there, what's what I really really dig about KFC in 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 Vietnam specifically is they have a different menu than the KFC over here, which is why I hate KFC in the US. Like completely what hate was, it. What was KFC Vietnam? What so that's what, so I was gonna say I think KFC is really big in Asia for whatever reason. Like Yeah, there huge. there's thousands and thousands yeah. They're spread yeah. across the globe everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so in Vietnam, from my memory as a kid, at least, they had, uh, so instead of chicken nuggets, they had fish nuggets, which is just like a tiny filet fish but it's real <laughs> hot every time. It's really good. Um, and then they had uh, shrimp nuggets, because I guess Southeast Asia just like seafood or whatnot. And then they had a shrimp burger. And then you could order uh, chicken tender with rice. And then they'll serve that with like ketchup. It's it's weird. But like they didn't have like mashed potato and gravy, mac and cheese, chicken pot. They didn't pie. have they either didn't. of those? What mm, were your sides didn't. then? 
I can't remember, but mostly fries is from what I remember as a kid. And uh, otherwise, because when you order, a lot of time people just get rice because it's Asia. So like they'll get like a giant piece of like chicken breast, like fried chicken breast. And then it's just a tiny bowl of rice with it. And then mm. they'll eat that. And then it'll come with like a little soup bowl too and everything, which I really, I really liked a lot as a kid. I think I, I would even say I think that might have been like the first fast food chain in Vietnam. But why were you yeah. a rich kid if you had a, a birthday party? Because it was KFC. expensive. Yeah, it was expensive. expensive for the birthday party? Mm-hmm. To have a birthday I, party at, oh, at a KFC. That's funny. I never even thought about mm-hmm. the cost incurred of having a yeah. party at a McDonald's because right. you're like spending money on the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tony, and the did thing you is, have a McDonald's birthday? Did not. No. Did not. Winston, yeah. did you have a KFC birthday? I had a I had a KFC birthday as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. But it was it was weird because like over there, like KFC was considered like high end food. Like it was like expensive food. It's not it's not like over here where you're just like, oh, it's fast food. You know, same with McDonald's, same with Subway and Burger King over there. It's considered a luxury rather than like a cheap people food or poor people food or whatever, which I thought was uh, was really interesting once I got to America. Because I'm like, tell me I can buy 20 nuggets for like four bucks. Dude, it is it is not it's not cheap people food any anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. For sure, yeah. You want to yeah. tell that story, Brian? Please, man. Yesterday on the way home, prior to the door <laughs> por- porch pirate encounter, <laughs> swung into McDonald's for road food. I watched the movie Super Size Me a long time ago and didn't eat at McDonald's for like two or three years after watching that movie. But occasionally now you see, you know, you, you, you swing in. It's the only thing on the road. I need something to eat. McDonald's fries are always good. Mm. Swing into McDonald's, get a, you know, uh, my wife gets a, a, a large French fry and a, and a drink. And then I get a filet fish meal. I'm looking at, the, you know, the big digital readout board and I'm looking at the large fry and the large fry costs $3.99. A large fry is $4. And I'm trying to like, look at that and go, that doesn't make sense to me. Right. Like that's, and part of it's, you know, my, my old memory, because I remember when McDonald's French fries were like 79 cents. I sound That's like crazy. I'm like, yeah, I sound like a grandfather. You used you to know? get a, like a Big Mac value meal for four ninety nine. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. It was five, five bucks was like your, yeah, you could get a meal for five bucks. Yeah. So yeah, I, so my wife got some fries and drink and I got a filet fish meal, which looked slightly bigger than a crystal hamburger or a White Castle, depending on where you are. <laughs> yeah. They're but tiny. a tiny ass burger, a slider yeah. of a, of a filet of fish. And then the whole total was sixteen dollars. I'm like, it's she got fries and a drink. I got a I got a value meal. So right. how's that come out to sixteen dollars? Well, you know what it is is now that once you go to McDonald's nowadays, you kind of have to have a cheat plan to go into there. Like my my go to is always ordering twelve nuggets for three twenty nine. So this 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 is how old I am. I remember when Chicken McNuggets debuted. Really, the, the ad campaign on TV. They made them look like they were the. It was like I, the way they advertise chicken mcnuggets you're like this is a fantastic innovation in chicken consumption i can go and i can get i forget what it what what the initial numbers were which is hilarious because like the most they had was like a 10 piece or something it was like it was not the same you know amounts that we have today did they always have the sauce or no they had a few sauces to start with so originally let me get my mcnugget data <laughs> McNugget data. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the original sizes were. Tony got to go to um, a database. <laughs> you had these commercials like yeah. heralding the dawn of a new era. But back then, you had like, so you get a four piece McNugget, right? Uh huh. And you get one and it was super good. It was super tasty. You get another one that was super tasty, but then you'd get one that was like weird gray. 
Oh, you're like chicken's is, not supposed to be gray. This is the <laughs> this era is... of the like pink slime. Yes, nuggets. Yes, Ugh. out of out of a four piece, I can't remember if it was three or four piece was the small one. You would get two that were good and two that were probably weird and like they Ew. were gray. They were yeah, and they didn't taste as good as the other ones. Now that's every, disgusting. So when they had the commercials with now with one hundred percent white meat, I'm like, what in God's name was I eating back in the eighties? <laughs> Monkey yeah. shoulders. Oh, my mom shames me because as a child. I didn't like the breading on a McNugget, so I oh, you her, like, it you off? She, like oh, the shell and nugget, and she's she's like gagging as I'm eating them down. Oh, that's so gross like, and hilarious. chicken. <laughs> but I want to play. I want to play a little game here while we're on this on this subject. Game game number one. There were four original sauces. Okay, Let's see uh, if you uh, can name barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue was one. Honey mustard. mustard? Yeah. No, no. Really. Honey mustard was not an OG sauce. Yes, ranch. Not an OG. No, no. Huh. Brian Sriracha. The kid. They didn't even. We didn't even use the word sriracha back no one, then. That, no one knew that, what that, that was. exotic pepper sauce. was not known. Right, back is then. that what you call it? Yeah. We had barbecue. Barbecue. Just regular mustard. I'm guessing. Nope. Hold on. Honey. Hold on, hold on. Honey was one of them. Honey. Just honey. Just honey. Yes. Just, yes honey. just honey. Just honey. So barbecue. Honey. You're close on a third one. You're dancing, you're dancing around it. Marinara sauce. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you one of them. Hot honey. Hot hot honey. So you had honey is, and okay. hot honey, which is still one of the sauces. Mm -hmm. you had so those were two separate ones. Honey, hot honey. No. <laughs> hot mustard. Hot mustard. Hot okay, mustard. Not hot honey. Okay. Is that what I said? Yeah, you said hot honey. I'm I'm looking at too Drink many things. from your box, <laughs> sir. Oh no, that's the problem. Stop drinking from the box, sir. <laughs> honey. Okay, what's the last one? Honey. One. Barbecue. Two uh -huh. hot mustard, three, uh -huh. and the like the go to sauce for a chicken McNugget ketchup. No, sweet and sour, sweet and sour, sweet and sour uh. was always a thing. Sweet and sour was always a thing, which I don't remember who I was having this discussion with, but something about McDonald's brown sweet yeah. and sour sauce that is different from any other sweet and sour. No, sauce. that's true. It's 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 really good. It's quintessential like to me. Yeah, that's like the bar for sweet and sour Man, sauce. And I tell you what, like it's <laughs> so disappointing nowadays because kids, you not has to be a Gen Z thing. We never check our food before we leave the the, the drive through line. Never. Okay, so have so you we, not we seen order... that skit? Which skit? Joe Pesci about them effing you at the drive through. I don't watch anything Joe Pesci. That's an old piece. I was gonna say that's. A, I knew that was coming as a no. Don't ever go up to the drive through. Okay, always walk up to the counter. You know why? Okay, okay. They fuck you at the drive-thru. They know you're going to be miles away before you find out you got fucked, okay? It'll be in the links. I'll link anyway, it. Anyway, so I, like the other day, me and me and my girlfriend, we got our, our chicken nuggets and then we just left and then got home and we're like, what the hell's the, what the hell's the sweet and sour sauce? Like we, That's we got crime. it. Yeah. And it's not just that time. It has been, this, this would have been my second time not having sauce. Uh, a few weeks before that, my roommate was going to McDonald's and I'm like, Hey, can you get me a 12 count? Can you get me uh sweet and sour sauce? So he was like, yeah, sure thing. Came back and he checked. He didn't have his sauce. I didn't have my sauce. We're just like, what's going on right now? So, uh, the, the, what's is... going on right now is there's like one person that works at every fast food restaurant <laughs> yeah. and they're just trying to, they're trying, they're doing their best. I feel like yeah. that's in, when, in, when will AI start giving me my freaking sweet and sour sauce, huh? See, this, the robots yeah. won't forget. Yeah, true. Get the robots in there. Yep. Do the two of you want to take a crack at the four shapes of a chicken McNugget? Oh, it's the United States is one of them, right? It's like no. Oh. Oh, there's one that looks they're, like they're all named. There's four shapes. Barney? Is there a Barney? No, they do all start with a B. 
Okay. Biscuit. Okay. Is there nope. a biscuit? All right. Big. Barnacle. Some of them are very obvious if you think Booty. about it. Boot Boot is one of them. <laughs> Boots. Boot. Oh, boots. If you get that one and it's got like the little handle on it, that's uh-huh. a boot. Okay, I thought it was the US one. That's why I call it. It's no. like boot, Florida. Boot, bone, ball, and bell. But next I'm time a... you get chicken nuggets, like you can separate them out into very discernible yeah. categories. So, hold on. Yeah. So, so I guys... look, I've got three balls. When you guys went to McDonald's as a kid, did they ever make fresh burger or has it always been like the dehydrated and then like tossing the little thingy machine to reheat So that them. was that was the differentiator between that and Burger King. Burger King was flame broiled, which means they just had flames heating it up. I think they're right. at both places were frozen patties mm-hmm. that right. they heated up and, and cooked their own way. Gotcha. What do you know about the McRib, man? Oh, man. They're delicious. That's all I know. Thank you, Tony. I am an avid McRib defender and enjoyer. My roommates, on the other hand, curse me for it. I've like We just move in our place, and the very first view I had in this house was a McRib. And they're like, they're like, (laughs) sentimental. They they were laughing, and they were like, I I want you to know I'm laughing, and it's funny, but you will die. You gotta McRib. die of something. It might yeah, as well exactly. be a McRib. The McRib is no worse than any other things sold at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. That is true. It's stamped pressed meat. Like the fact that they have it in the shape of ribs, but it's not actually ribs. It's one slab of meat. That's hilarious. It's boneless rib. Yeah. As a kid, I didn't get that. I just remember eating it and loving it. Yeah. I thought it was delicious and thought it was great. I've not probably eaten one and easily. 25 maybe 35 years we should do we need we to rectify do, that i was gonna say we should do a, a live eating episode we should just bring our equipment sit down at mcdonald and then just eat <laughs> the on location podcast yeah, exactly McDonald's. have you seen yeah. those guys like the, those those guys that just set their table in the middle of like a park or something and then just do their podcast and and, and like yeah the world mm-hmm. that's cool that takes courage yeah. Now uh, you're going to get laughed you... at and pointed at. Like, look at those. Okay, so I was out. Uh, my wife and I were getting getting uh, lunch at uh, Gusto, and we pulled into this Gusto restaurant, and there were literally girls outside taking Instagram photos in front of the the name of the restaurant. This is influencers. Like a, yeah, but this is like it would be the equivalent of Tony and I doing a photo shoot at Chipotle. Like, I mean, what's like? <laughs> Brian, Brian, it's it's okay. They're influencing. Yeah, that's Lead all back. it is. All right, Tony, we need a shot of you grabbing a napkin because it's crazy. Like, what the yeah. hell, man? Like, it's. I was really, really thrown by this. I'm like, what is? Why? Why are we documenting this? But I guess I don't know. Sorry. No, but like legitly though, if 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 they were being paid for it, I mean, that would be the only reason to take photos in front of it. I guarantee they weren't. They were okay. not. I, but I, I would say this <laughs> in Asian in Asian community, there's a, especially those that come from overseas. There's a weird phenomenon where like if they come from Asia and they go to America and they see like a big name store, they had to take a photo in front of it. It's really weird. Whether it's like, known I, or not, whether I mean, yeah, it's, like, uh, okay. My dad did it. So like when when I was a kid, I remember like me and him were going to the mall with my mom, and we walked past the uh, uh, Chanel store. And he was like, hey, hey, get a photo of me real quick right in front of the Chanel sign. I was like, whatever, man. So I just take a photo. My family, because we've lived in America long enough to where we're not like fresh off the boat anymore. We don't ever do that. But like there, I've seen. My like, daughter on, loves that show, by the way. Fresh off the boat. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Adores have, that show. 
I have I have my my opinion about it, but it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> I've seen on the internet uh, Chinese kids, like Gen Z Chinese, uh, ma- mainland Chinese, love going to Costco, love taking photo in front of a Costco, even in, really even in China, because they, in 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 China, if apparently it's like if you take a picture in front of Costco, you could fake it as if you're in America, and that's why they always like set up photo shoot outside of a Costco or inside a Costco. But the Costco in China is very different than the Costco here. I would think so, yeah. Man, they sell like designer clothing in there. It's crazy. Like over here, we get like freaking Adidas sweatshirt at at most. Over there, they got like Versace handbag on sale. Yeah, it's insane. And they sell like Rolexes and stuff too. In like Asian parents' mind, it's like, oh, it's America. Like we got to get a photo of it. See, man, they need to be taking pictures of, like in Costco, but at the at the food, like a dollar fifty for a hot dog, yeah. man. I just paid five, four dollars for a large fry at McDonald's. Yeah, you know, look I, at this. I always laugh going into a Costco or a Sam's Club because they got those big signs, and they have to specify if you read the fine print under the pictures. They go, "Not actual size." Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, oh, dollar nineteen for a hot dog bigger than me. That's awesome. <laughs> That's not the actual go, size oh, though, because no, oh bro. no, it's You're not kidding me. Long, like, they, like the billboard I'm staring up at. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. Controversial move, move lately. I didn't. Uh, I have not seen it. Oh, more, are you talking but... about the churro thing? Yes. Yeah. It's mm. Crazy. Can, I can only confirm that I've seen the menu boards change. I I, I have not seen any writing or mean spirited exchanges about the swapping of churros for. <laughs> warm chocolate chip cookies what's cool about the new cookie is apparently you can ask for them to make a if you buy two cookies you can ask for them to make an ice cream sandwich so they put like oh. ice cream in between and they're just like yeah you a big ice cream sandwich guy not a big ice cream guy really? again i got a, that slight lactose intolerant <laughs> thing going on i do too but i still enjoy ice cream every now and again i just gotta hold yeah. it in I worked at Ben and Jerry's in college. I've eaten more ice cream than any human should probably. Really? Mm. Oh, my gosh. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? No, but I mean, when you can... Wait, Ben and Jerry had a store? Ben and Jerry's do have stores. Have stores. stores. They're called called scoop shops. (laughs) Really? Yes. There's a couple in Atlanta, but yeah, and I actually, yeah, I worked at one in when I was in college, and it was fantastic because... Probably shouldn't say this, right? Statue of limitations maybe have expired by this point, but you could write off anything as training and you'd like, hey, we're you're, we're teaching the new people how to pack pints. Hey, they packed like four pints of this ice cream. We write that off as training and there's no problem with there's four ah, pints missing from, you know, the chunky monkey. I remember when that was new. No, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, chubby hubby, not chunky monkey, chubby hubby. When that was a new flavor. Like that was like a big deal. Like they they sent this new flavor to the stores and this was like, you know, somebody came up with this and like that was, they accepted sort of like crowdsourced flavors at Ben and Jerry's. Dang, so you guys didn't have a cream master in the bag? Just nope. it up. It was Scoop Master Brian, not Cream <laughs> Scoop master, Ken- master Brian. Yeah. yeah. What, what Ben and Jerry's <laughs> does have is at corporate headquarters for all of the flavors that no longer exist, they have a cemetery. Yes. Really? They have a yes. cemetery for dead flavors. Yeah. That's yes. so cool. In, I don't know if it's officially retired, but peanut butter chocolate chip cookie dough was my favorite when I worked there. That that mm. was amazing. I would eat that bite literally by the pint. Um, it's amazing. I'm not 500 pounds by now from working there, <laughs> but it was very weird. Like they would have, they would retire their flavors, right, Tony? And that's how it goes. And then they go to the graveyard. Yes. Yeah. And one of Ben or Jerry that had like a 
taste deficiency, which oh, is God. why the the chunks of everything are so big in Ben and Jerry's ice cream, so that he could taste them. That's what? hilarious. We need that's... to independently verify that. I, yeah, that's, no, that's crazy. That's I'll let me look exactly which one it is, but that is a fact. That's, that's totally crazy. crazy. I'm gonna throw this out here for a funny anecdote about Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's is from Vermont, right? From Burlington, Vermont. Also, um, from Burlington, Vermont is the band Fish. When I saw, uh, I went to a fish festival in 1996 up in Plattsburgh, New York. And being from the same hometown of Burlington, Vermont, Ben and Jerry's came out on stage while Fish was playing oh, and sang and sang a line to one of their songs. That's sick. Yeah, it was crazy because I had worked there, and then now <laughs> I'm seeing on stage the actual Ben and the actual Jerry. One of them's so, dead now. Rest in peace, whichever one it is. Are Ben and Jerry like lovers, or like were they just bros? No, I believe they <laughs> just... were either college roommates or friends, and they took a correspondence course on how were, to make they ice. They were roommates, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> they so here's fact number one. Okay, is co-founder Ben Cohen has no sense of smell, which is a condition called anosmia. That's why there's such big chunks in their ice cream. Fact number two: they took a creamery course on how to make <laughs> ice cream at the famous Penn State Creamery in Happy Valley, Pennsylvania. That's how they learned how to make ice cream. And they bought a, a what, a salt rock ice cream machine maker and, and converted an old gas station into their first shop. And oh. then from that, from seriously, like two hippie friends that took a correspondence course on how to make ice cream and then bought bought a, an abandoned gas station and turned it into Ben and Jerry's and then have grown in an, into the empire that it is today. That correspondence course was $5. <laughs> It's insane. That Crazy to back, think that, that there was no ice cream before Ben and Jerry came along. Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what do you mean they made an empire out of it? What was going on with all the other ice cream spots? They were they they were inferior. <laughs> They're like, we're gonna make they made they made the funky crazy flavors. Ah, like gotcha. they threw an entire thing of chocolate chip cookie dough into their ice cream, which you know. Yeah, it's because Ben has his low condition or whatever. Yeah, yeah. clearly. Yeah. yeah, this was this was an innovation. This man <laughs> couldn't taste shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he had the original COVID. Yeah, it just it never went away. <laughs> So Jerry's like, what about this? No, I still can't taste it. <laughs> Man, okay, fine. I'll put more chocolate in it. No, I'm still nothing. Fine. I threw an entire freaking roll of cookie dough. All oh, this is delicious. There you go. I, I think I started to taste something. <laughs> well, I think it was just so he had something to enjoy. It's like you dump some little tiny chocolate chips in there, and it's like, that's fine. But if you can't taste stuff, yeah, yeah. better you like, better have just a like the texture. Of it. texture. That's oh. it. And to tie it all back around, everybody knows, uh, well, I don't know that everybody knows, but fish food, one of their flavors mm -hmm. is after the band Fish from Vermont, which really? is fun. Yeah. Like, it's a flavor called fish food? Yes. Mm P-H-I-S-H -hmm. food. Yes. They what really is like it? that. What's in it? Marshmallow. It's oh, got okay. some marshmallow. It's got it's got tiny chocolate fish in it. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah. So think of a goldfish, but a smaller chocolate <laughs> one that those are thrown in there. Marshmallow, caramel, chocolate fish. Yeah. They really like their psychedelic bands because they also have Cherry Garcia. Yeah. And a funny, a funny note about that. So when I worked there, that was before uh, Ben and Jerry's, I believe, was bought out by Unilever, Unilever uh, years ago. Uh, prior to that, though, they they had one factory in Vermont that made all of their ice cream and, you know, they load up refrigerated trucks in Vermont and drive them all, uh, drive them to all their scoop shops out in the United States. 
And so that's how, when I worked at one in Indiana, like I, you know, we would get a delivery from the driver and it was the owner of, he owned several, uh, Ben and Jerry's in Indiana. He owned like four or five of them. And his, his son was this like total stoner, yeah. like, you know, like, like hippie dude who would like load up in Vermont, probably, you know, smoke, you know, a pack, you know, uh, of doobies on the way down to Indiana and drop he off all the ice cream. He yeah. shows up. Yeah. So Brian, who got, uh, got some cream for you. <laughs> got the uh yeah was this call yeah. again yeah 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 <laughs> white widow oh my fault i mixed it up <laughs> i'm sorry kush no cherry garcia chubby hubby and chocolate foot yeah and he would drop hey, off what the kind of varieties you got and he's listing stuff yeah. that you're yeah. not scooping yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got sour diesel i've got uh dank kush i've got oh Pineapple no Express. i'm sorry. yeah no I'm sorry Pal- 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 Miss, uh... <laughs> chubby hubby and chocolate fudge brownie that's right sorry man <laughs> now, what size would you want that uh, a, a blunt on a pound a blunt? No. oh no you're I, I like, taking you a want a dart or a blunt <laughs> no. we're going gallons bro that's uh yeah but i will say that they have fantastic ice cream you know once i learned that haagen was just some fake bullshit word that they came up because it sounded fancy in german i was like okay seriously man come on that's lame you're telling me haagen is not real germans no, nor is Kodak. Oh, Kodak film was just came up the with camera because, company. Yes, they because Hagen does. How much soju has Winston had, or conversely, how much bourbon has Brian had? <laughs> no, Kodak was a made-up word. Kodak, you know, is not anything. Anything. Right. It was made up because the the words sa- or the syllables those those letters sound good. Kodak. Kodak. And, yeah, and, and and memorable. Right, but if you think about it, isn't every word a made-up word? <laughs> Kodak right. sort of oh. sounds like the sound of a camera shutter too. Kodak. Oh, that's clever. Kodak. Kodak. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Are we high? <laughs> <laughs> have, have we gotten a shipment from the ice cream man? Bro, this is Ben and Jerry's new flavor, Magic Brownies. Check it out. There's chocolate fudge brownies and then there's magic fudge brownies. Eat my brownies. Oh, that's hilarious. Tony, in high school, did you have any friends that worked fast food? I thought you were just going to ask if I had any friends. <laughs> <laughs> no and also no and no and no <laughs> you seem very off-putting did you have any friends <laughs> um i don't remember any but i had somebody that i knew that worked at the subway at the mall oh um which was pretty sweet because you'd go up and uh really could go for one of those like strawberry shortcake cookies and they're like oh well, we can't you know no freebies but they take it out of the case and break it and go but we can't sell the broken ones, so I guess that's awesome. No, my brother-in-law Scott and a couple friends worked at Auntie Anne's. Oh, oh dang, which man. was great. Oh yeah, because end of the night they can't. They're just like, and you have to right. throw yeah. all of the yeah, pretzels away. away. So they yeah, would just the they would yeah, yeah. they would technically steal them because instead yeah, of going in a trash yeah. bag, they would go into a plastic bag and then they bring them back. They were recycling, right, isn't it? Yeah. The, the policy is you're supposed to throw it out, right? You can't just right. take it home. Yeah. I'd show up to the mall and I'd be like, 
hey scott what are you doing and he's like i'm making a pretzel yoshi and he's just got it like he's just doing whatever the heck he wants he's like putting all kind of stuff on it yeah i was just like how are you how did you not get fired he's doing jump rope with subway sandwich artist yeah auntie ann's had pretzel artist that's fantastic yeah. right? literally up north we had hot sam's in the mall oh, not auntie now Anne's, that's hot sam's uh, is hot sam's like the hotter younger aunt of auntie ann is that what it is <laughs> sex Samuel was the alternate name, but they said, no, we got to go hot, Sam's. He can bend it into pretzel shape. That didn't yeah. work for their slogan. <laughs> they had other shapes and they went, just stick to the original. <laughs> just, uh, you know. In my memory, it looks like it could be a offshoot of the Little Caesars, the way the branding is for Little Caesars. That's oh, what geez. Hot Sam looked like. Hot and ready. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a chain. I have very, very vague memories of one being in the old mall in Johnstown, but I didn't realize it was a, a chain. I I always assume those were like regional. Yeah. Like, you know, you go. Yeah. And then at some point when you head farther south, they then change into uh, Auntie Anne's. I'll tell you what, they don't have those in Vietnam. Is no, that... I never had a pretzel until I moved to the US, which I would just say, uh -oh. eh. Whatever. You missed out, man. A freaking a, a giant hot soft pretzel is incredible. Okay. I'll explain to you guys some of the food that I don't understand that Americans love. Number Please. one, pretzel, <laughs> right? Number pretzels two, are amazing. Wait, 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 pretzels. wait. We're going we're to stop you. Yeah. Pretzels, pretzels, <laughs> Germans, German, okay. lots of Germans immigrated to the U.S. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Still don't see the hype behind it. It's salty. I don't get it. I do like the tiny little thingy majig that they'd be making there with like the the brown sugar and cinnamon sugar or whatever. Yeah, you can get a savory or sweet pretzel. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, then uh, number two, we got cinnamon roll. Never got the hype behind like it. A like a cinnamon, delicious. Yeah, like you a cinnamon. Like no, I'm anti-cinnamon roll. I don't know. I just don't have you like had it. a Cinnabon? Yeah, of course I've had a Cinnabon. That's why I'm saying it's. I don't get the hype behind it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. okay. It's something right. wrong with something okay. wrong there. Number three, a nacho. Never got the hype behind nacho. That was the one thing I really wanted to eat as a kid. Got to America. Okay, where was your first nachos? At a fair, at a state fair in mm. here in Georgia. Okay, That's, so those are the the standard good, bottom. It's the chip tier, with the melted yeah, peso. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of with you. I'm it. kind of with you on that one. My problem yeah. with the nachos is is they have a pile of nachos with a bunch of stuff on top. Yeah, and, and it's if you're all not messy. Getting, yeah. Well, not that they're messy, but it's like if you don't have a top nacho, you just have a dry <laughs> chip. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'd like to make a public service announcement. If you're ever in, uh, have the ability to visit a ale house, or I, I've seen them around here as a Miller's Ale House, if you order their chicken nachos, they're amazing. That should be the nachos you were sold in your dream, Winston. Okay. Do they have yes. equal coverage? Fairly good coverage. Mm, okay. um, have you been to an ale house, Tony? I think they just put one in up in Snellville. There's one in uh, Norcross. Oh. These are all random northern suburbs of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. For those outside the uh, the metro area, like our friends in Russia. Okay. I got one more. Okay. I, I this this one, this one's gonna make Tony mad. Uh the <laughs> Krispy Kreme glazed donut. <laughs> never got never got the hype behind. Are we just, do we just end shows by going, <laughs> what's gonna tick Tony off the most? Really? <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna come to my country and you're gonna on a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Tony, I'd like to get a dozen donuts and watch the Lord of the Rings and know they both suck. One of the things that I always loved a few years, well, it's been probably 10 years ago, I seen a, a news article that said Krispy Kreme was doing like a promotion thing where you got a dozen, dozen donuts. And a it was like a huge box with 
144 donuts. And it's just like, and you can get that for, yeah. And it's just like, and you can get that for your corporate events or large scale parties. And there's somebody in the comments was like, what kind of party do you need with 144 (laughs) donuts? And my, the comment below that, which I felt was like a soulmate to me was the party's called, I'm about to eat 144 donuts. That's hilarious. That's so good. Um, do you not like so, donuts? Yeah, no, so I don't know. I do. That's the thing. This. The thing is, I like donuts. I love me a pink sprinkled donut. Mm, donuts. I love me a raspberry filled donut, but I just can't get behind a glazed donut by itself. That and uh, donut holes. Yeah, donut, donut holes, holes is dumb. Are. Yeah, I used to work with a guy who would always point out, "Is like, there's no donut hole." Yeah, there's no right. hole in a yeah. They don't, take, they don't, small, they don't yeah. stamp the holes out of a donut. Yeah, they, exactly. they wrap them like that. He's like, there's oh, no. Is it called a donut hole because you can fit it in the hole of a donut? Oh, there you go. See, I was assumed that they were trying to sell it off as like you remove uh, yeah. the hole of it's, the donut. Yeah, but no, right. there you go, Winston. Now it's like a, now it's like a game of like freaking cornhole. Do, 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 do. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but like a crispy, like the the yeast donut is superior to a cake donut to begin with. In my opinion, and just the light airiness of a fresh off the line hot Krispy Kreme. You see the light on, you swing in, you get a hot fresh Krispy Kreme. Yes, it's, Pavlov, Pavlov has been confirmed. <laughs> it's like it's like eating air almost. There's like there's almost it, it feels like eating nothing. It's sugar flavored air. It's, yeah, it's sugar flavored. Oh, it, 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 it does fly into my mouth as air and then lands in my stomach as a brick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah, things that's... things that I would eat and die from would be Krispy Kreme donuts and Cinnabons. <laughs> I would just Have you had a Cinnabon uh, Winston? Because Cinnabons uh, yes, are I've had really a cinnamon good. roll from Cinnabon. I just good. don't get the I don't get the hype behind them. They're just yeah, yeah they're mid is all it is. Compared okay, got, to other cinnamon rolls. Okay, I got one more. I got one more. This will equally piss off uh Brian just as I did uh you Damn you. man come uh, on like he's got uh, what a piece. black coffee. I don't I don't I don't understand like hot black coffee. How okay. do you do that? Like how? I, I can't do that. That's disgusting. It's it bitter. Was... It's not it's not fun. You ever no. seen every movie ever? The Amer- like American workers would get out, out of bed and get make themselves a hot cup of, you know, black coffee and they're just sipping right. on their way out, you know? Right. I don't I don't understand how they could do that. That's dumb. So know? as I've grown older, let me try that again. As I've older. grown older, I forgot the older. D, uh, the older. The, the D slipped out of that word. Let me put it back the in. The D slip out of it? <laughs> Pardon me, the D slipped out. As I've gotten older, my taste for bitterness, which I think uh, has been accelerated by drinking sort of beers, bitter beers, IPAs with very bitter, before they became all tasting like sweet juice, they they were bitter. Right. And kind of, kind of uh, uh, liked bitter more bitter tasting things in an effort to re, you know cut back the amount of sugar that i that i took in at the time i kind of like started scaling back scaling back because i used to take i even made the joke which is a beastie boy lyrics i take my i take my sugar with coffee and cream you know like i would put a ridiculous right. amount of sugar in my coffee yeah. and then right. just generally over time my wife started drinking coffee black so i started like scaling back tea and not but then i finally got no sugar in my tea and then i started scaling back the amount of sugar i put in my coffee and then i i became the 
you know, began to appreciate the taste of like, like coffee of just yeah, like coffee just flavored coffee. coffee. Yeah. Like actual right. coffee flavor, not for a long time though. So that's, that's just, so, you know, I will, I will not <laughs> shoot for, for wanting, you know, for right. not standing black coffee. Yeah. Cause that was like a weird journey, but now it's like, yeah, I do like the taste of black coffee. I drink, uh, yeah. I drink my coffee black. That's I, fair. That might, that might just be a thing that as people get older, they generally that bitterness appreciation develops. Yeah. yeah. Whether you know, that's two things, two things that's guaranteed or three things that's guaranteed as you get older. Deaf, liking black coffee and pooping your pants. <laughs> that's right? it. Don't that's forget it. taxes. That was taxes. Well, that's also. always that's always around. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that old and I have to deal with it already. And listen, the, pooping the your pants, I'm sorry to hear that, man. The Thanks. coffee is contributing to the poop in your pants. <laughs> yeah, so. that, that will that will do it. That maybe maybe there's a correlation there. Maybe we've discovered something. But no, right. so that's that's why. So I'll give you the black coffee, but Tony and I will fight you on pretzels and um, glazed donuts. Buns. Oh, really? No glazed donuts. All right, that's cool. I, the, I, I, here's the thing, man. In high school, I was on the swim team in high school, and so we exercised a lot. So I took a ridiculous amount of calories because I was like right. skinny as a rail. My buddy and I, every Thursday, every Tuesday and Thursday, was weight weight days instead right. of you know jumping in the pool. So we'd jump in the pool at six o'clock, but on Tuesdays and Thursdays we'd go do weights. After weights, we had enough time to go to Dunkin' Donuts before and then come back to school and we could have breakfast and then go to class. He and I, my buddy Tom and I would split a dozen donuts, meaning he would pick out six, six each. And I would pick out six and I would eat six donuts and drink four tiny cartons of milk. Holy Tony cow. Tony man. knows the cartons of milk that I speak uh -huh. of. Yeah. And it was like nothing. This is like, this yeah. is my sophomore and junior year. I probably weighed like 120 pounds. It was That's like ridiculous. Insane. Yeah. yeah. And, and we would eat a half dozen donuts. The so metabolism I, was crazy at that time. Yeah, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I loved donuts. And so I, I can appreciate the hot donut sign and what they do taste like, but they do make me feel like garbage now after I eat them. So, right. so it's like a weird Fair. sort of like, you know, double-edged sword. I'm not going to, I'm not going to yuck his yum because, you know, scarfing down some hot right. you know, glazed <clears throat> donuts are delicious. Maybe, but... maybe that's what it is, is I need to experience a like fresh, hot. You've never pulled donut. over when the sign is illuminated. You no. also need to experience <laughs> mediocre donuts and brian I'm, I'm gonna say this even first thing in the morning you go to a dunkin donuts they already taste stale yeah <laughs> i don't know what it is about dunkin donuts yeah. but they're well it's the it was fact over that, from that's the why night they before. dropped the donut they're just called dunkin now because everyone went these donuts are socks <laughs> <laughs> no guys it's actually because we also sell coffee and stuff <laughs> yeah all right man sure whatever yeah <laughs> Give me the you need to have you need to have <laughs> bad donuts to appreciate the good donuts that's a solid argument but keep in mind up north in indiana there you had dunkin donuts you had no other options and yeah. this is super funny because we would go there at like whatever like seven o'clock, six thirty in the morning. Dunkin' Donuts in my town in Highland, Indiana, literally had one of the front spots marked off that said for the police. Really? So like if the awesome. cops wanted to go into the donut shop, they had their own reserved parking space so right there at the front. It wasn't just a stereotype. It is not real? a stereotype. They they planned for it. Oh God. but again though, if I'm a cop and I'm working the night beat and I'm freaking tired and I'm gonna go in and get a cup of coffee, you roll into Dunkin' Donuts, you know, they they yeah. give them the front space. And I think they probably gave them free coffee too. Yeah. So sure. I didn't have any other options. There were no Krispy Kremes where I grew up, and that was uh, that was the thing I learned of later. So when when I was a kid, eating donuts in Vietnam was a weird experience because there was no Dunkin' Donut, there wasn't any Krispy Kreme. There was a 
a French bakery slash American bakery that would probably make amazing donuts. freaking donuts. It was probably it was, never it was good. It was like gourmet <laughs> donut, man. It was definitely stale by the time you get it because it was in like those, you know, those Lao as hell uh, like containers, you know what I'm talking about? Like the plastic container that's just real loud when you <laughs> open them. Yeah. It, yeah. It was in one of those. It was real tiny and it was like, it was a white donut with um, fruity pebbles on them. And that was like the best donut up. It was that one. So that was number one. The second. Wait, this this was. Ha- oh, wait, wait a second. This was happening back when you were in Vietnam. Yeah, this is for no. For me, that was uh, 2008 was when we finally got our first donut or like there was a shop that would sell donuts. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm confusing it with when you were born. I'm confusing. No, 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 it no, 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 you were no, born. OK, no. so you were in Vietnam till 2008. No, I was there. I was. It was 2008, 2009 was when I was eating donuts. I was there till 2011. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that was so that was number one. That was the best donut I ever had. Second best donut was when my brother came back from the U.S. in 2010. And we went to uh, a bowling place up in some big uh, tower in Vietnam. And you can order a pink sprinkled donuts and that's where i got my first pink sprinkled donuts and that's why like the the cartoon homer simpson yeah like the homer donut, simpson yeah. donut yeah. yeah and that's that's always i always have a you know i always have a soft spot for that one like even if i don't like donuts now if i see it i'll eat it just because it's nostalgic so frost yeah, yeah so so yeah. pink frosting with, with yeah. rainbow sprinkles yeah pink frosted donuts yeah but anyway well, this is this will be for brian it's not only time to make the donuts but <laughs> it's also time to wrap up the episode <laughs> Oh, but to, um, see, uh, time to make the donuts also makes me think of Don't Squeeze the Charmin, which was a very... Mr. Confu- Whipple. Yeah, they look yeah. kind of similar. That was a very confusing commercial as a kid. I know this is side tangent, but do you remember those commercials, Don't Squeeze the Charmin, Tony? I don't know that they aired when I was alive, but I absolutely know what you're talking about. Again, okay. a fan of the... 80s. I don't know what they are. Okay, so Winston, so Dunkin' Donuts had a commercial, and mm-hmm. it was this old guy, he was con- Dunkin' Donuts was trying to let you know that their donuts are made fresh, despite yeah. us calling them stale several times now on this podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> Guess we're not getting that sponsorship. <laughs> Damn it, man. No, depends. Uh, yeah. Beginning, what else? We're going to have to redact this if we ever yeah. blow up. Depends, depends might sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No McDonald's. Oh, geez. It's, yeah. So the, their commercial for Dunkin' Donuts was time to make the donuts. It was this old guy. He was always waking up at the crack ass. Before the sun came up, right. he had to make the donuts. And he was always complaining about time to make the donuts. Time to make the donuts. I'm almost wondering if in my memory, Mr. Whipple is the same guy as the time to make the donuts guy. I think it might be. Tony, can you check that out I'm for gonna me? I'm going to check it. So, Winston, the commercials for Donut, Dunkin' Donuts, time to make mm-hmm. the donuts, this guy's always waking up making donuts, right? And then later, there was this guy who was a grocery store manager, I'm not sure, and he was saying, don't squeeze the Charmin, Charmin being the bathroom tissue. Uh-huh. Apparently, they were to have you believe that people were coming in and squeezing the Charmin. And now, she's squeezing the Charmin. Please, don't squeeze the Charmin. To see if it was soft. It also sounds like a, a, a euphemism. He's yeah, Charmin. Right. The manager of the grocery store is going around going, don't squeeze the Charmin, don't squeeze the Charmin, which was like, the, which was very confusing as a kid. I'm like, but if you're telling me that your bathroom tissue is so soft, why don't you want people to squeeze it? Like the whole thing was this guy not right. telling people not to squeeze the Charmin. So what does that have to do with a guy making donuts? They looked, they were both old guys. Oh, they're they're okay. not the same man. Not the okay. same guy at all. I was Mike, really hoping Tony was going to come back around being like, yes, Mr. Whipple is Mr. Charmin Squeezer. Would have been great. Michael yeah. Vale played the uh, Dunkin' Donuts guy, and Mr. Whipple was played by Dick Wilson. 
Nick Wilson. Whipple we'll Wilson. Call him Richard, but yeah. <laughs> Richard Whipple. Yeah. Okay. No. So <laughs> Dick Whipple. Anywho. <laughs> We're gonna uh, that's how we sound outside like sign off every show now. We, we've actually we actually did a good job this episode, guys. There was no penis joke that was made. We started over just now. We started with poop yeah. jokes. Poop we, jokes. Yeah, yeah, close we, enough. Might yeah, as well be the fair. same thing. But oh, no, I'm sorry, we did make a dick joke. It was when uh, you said the D fell out. That's right. Okay, we're good. I, I just want to make sure we hit uh, our quota before we get out of here. <laughs> Gotta have one. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Tell a friend, get the word out. Please rate and subscribe wherever you're listening so you don't miss new episodes whenever they come out. If you want us to talk about something, send us an email. You can do that at podcastxyz, that's x-w-h-y-z, at gmail.com. You can also visit us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, all at podcastxyz. And you can always visit us at our home on the web, podcastxyz.podbean.com. We will see everybody next time. See you later, everybody. Sayonara.